All right, let's do it. It is time to go beyond the board. Hey, everybody, it's me, your old pal, Stefan, Lodge Activity Board Director with FM 106.9 and 93.3, The Lodge. And yeah, every once in a while, we like to let the Lodge Activity Board get a little air, let it air out, go deeper on some of these great activities, all this stuff that we have to do in this place we affectionately call Door County, the Cape Cod of the Midwest, the Big Rock. Big doings this summer at Husby's Food and Spirits in Sister Bay. They always have all that great music at the garage bar. I love going there and hanging out. Just saw Hillbilly Casino there a while back. Boy, did they blow it out. They were awesome. They'll be back. So uh, maybe you did not know, we're not aware, that this is the 10th anniversary. So it's a big summer. They're celebrating all summer at Husby's. 10th anniversary. What are you thinking? You're thinking, what the hell, man? Didn't that place been around for like 100 years? Well, it's the 10th anniversary of this place being owned by a couple of fun-loving guys, James Larson, Chad Kadanko, and they are here in Studio B with me right now. Hi, boys. Hey, how you doing? Don't forget about John Sawyer. He's our third partner in... You know, without him, yeah, none he's of this not would here be today because he's probably hung over. Because yesterday, Carlson Erickson celebrated their fiftieth anniversary, so um, that's why he's not here with us today. We'll call him the silent partner. How about that? Yeah, he's silent unless you're friends with him. Then he doesn't. Yeah, he never yeah. shuts up. So, whose idea was it to own this place, Husby's, this institution in Door County? Well, I'll I'll start from the beginning of our beginning. Uh, John and I used to play 30 and over basketball together and county league baseball. Really, it was county league baseball that brought this all together. And we joke about owning a bar at the mill, you know, after our games, just having a couple, few too many and, and, and making jokes about it. And then Husby's became an opportunity. And John's uh, uh, daughter was dating James's sister. And John was kind of working on this angle of, hey, I got this guy to run this place for us. And we were working on trying to acquire it. And it all just kind of came together uh, in, a, in a roundabout way. It took a little time, but it, it came together. And the rest is history. Ten years celebration. They said it wouldn't last, and it did. Look at this. And you guys started the garage bar, the outdoor garage bar, correct? Yeah. Um, you know, it was just, um, it's actually funny, like, the first time that I can ever remember serving drinks down there, it was that I was friends with the band, the Knicks. And um, they asked if they could, you know, perform down in this little patio area that we basically were only using for storage. And the next thing I knew, I had put out a bunch of uh, lawn chairs and I was literally serving cans of beer out of pickle buckets and the whole place was packed. And we were like, wow, this would be a great place to open a bar. So that's kind of how it all came about, which was pretty, pretty organically. I, organic was the word you just took yeah. it out of my mouth. That is an organic yeah. way to start something that's become such a great tradition. That is such a happen and seeing all of the great bands. As long as we're talking about the Outdoor Garage Bar, let's run down a few of the bands you can go and check out there over the next few days. How about this weekend? The Burgundy Ties are going to play. Oh, let me back up a day. Thursday night, the Kill Thrills. Tell me about the Kill Thrills. They do a kind of a thrash grass thing. Yeah, they're. Um, I don't really. I've never seen them, but I trust in um, this this guy Nick that uh, he was in a great band called The Hookup, and this is another project that he has. And whenever he has a great band that he knows will be great for the garage, he calls me right away, and I and I book him. I just trust the guys from Appleton. And um, anyway, he says they're really interesting. They play like a bunch of like metal and. Um, 
you know, like 80s hairband stuff, but in a totally different uh, genre, almost bluegrass or funk. Um, so it'll be it'll be interesting. He said that the last time that they um, played a show, it was uh, they had like all these like, you know, teeny bopper girls up dancing in the front and like a bunch of like metal guys in the back just like banging their heads around. So um, he said it was really interesting. Dude, you've piqued my interest. Yeah, I'll be there. The kill thrills. They'll kill it. This weekend, the Burgundy Tides will kill it. They've been at the garage before. They're playing a two-night engagement. They'll be there Friday night and Saturday night. Sunday night, it looks like the brothers read at the garage. And then Monday, it's your turn to perform, as in you out there listening to the Beyond the Board podcast because it's open mic nights on Monday nights at the garage. And this one looks like uh, then we'll go inside and we'll feature DJ Brawny. Yeah, um, a local guy named Josh. Uh, that is, uh, you know, got a really talented um, repertoire of, you know, he's got a great light rig and it's just a lot of fun. I, I think it's more than anything for all the locals or all the uh, service industry workers that have been working all weekend. You kind of let their hair down on Monday nights. Tell me a little more about Husby's, the history of Husby's. You guys must be familiar with it, being that you're so connected to it. When? How old is it? When did it start? I'm back in the 20s at some point. Uh, I believe the 20s. Uh, Emma Husby and her husband started it, and it was Husby's Cherryland Restaurant. And uh, I've been told this. I don't know if it's factual, but that the day Prohibition ended, Emma went and got her liquor license. And hence has been serving alcohol ever since. And she worked it well into the 70s. Uh, even when she was in a wheelchair, she was still cooking meals, working it. Um, so, yeah, a lot of what we do revolves around Emma. The name of our business is uh, Husby's EL, which the EL stands for Emma Lives, and that was John's idea. And, and, you know, carrying on that tradition is something special to all of us. I think that's very cool to pay tribute to her. She was quite a character. How old are you guys? Are you old enough to have, uh, you said in the 70s she was still yeah, doing I, it? Yeah, I'm not old enough. I'm older than James, <laughs> and I'm not old enough if that puts reference. But John sure is yeah. old enough. Yeah. Uh, but my, yeah, my grandma used to go there in the 30s and grandparents, and my dad in the 40s, the Catholic Church was where Lura is, and they'd go to church and... Where the bar is now in Husby's for for many years was an ice cream parlor, and it was a dance hall, and it was storage, and it was all this. But my dad's first memory is getting ice cream at Husby's in in the 40s. So it it means a lot. My my grandmother worked there for a period of time back in the 60s. So it's, uh, you know... It means a lot to all of us, and it means a lot to Sister Bay. So it's we're we're very fortunate to be stewards of it, and and uh, you know we're gonna keep it going good, and we're gonna as it, time goes on, it gets passed on to other employees that work there. It's we're just gonna make sure it, it's in good hands. Well, you're doing a heck of a job honoring that tradition, and it definitely is not your grandfather's or I guess grandmother's husbands. It was very different back in the day when it was a tavern. You've of course uh, spruced it up a bit. What do you suppose, Emma? would think about if she could hang out in the garage bar and see Hillbilly Casino playing on that garage bar stage? Well, I mean, uh, if you talk to a bunch of our employees, you might still have a chance to ask her because they think that she's still there haunting the place. So, um, you know, I, I think she'd probably be impressed and probably think, wow, what a great idea. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe she wouldn't be for everything that goes on in there late at night. Maybe that's why she's still hanging around. I think she'd love it. I mean, if uh, stories back in her day, she had to deal with, uh, you know, some some local Baptists playing organ music, condemning the patrons going in and out of that place. So, uh she was rocking the boat long before we ever even gave it a ripple. So, uh, yeah, I think she'd like it. Well, Chad, you're Chad Kadanko. 
And that last name is certainly famous. That's like Door County royalty up here in these here parts. And uh, is that in- your infamous? Maybe was Freddie Cadanco your grandfather? Uh, no, uh, you know it's the, the people say uncle, people say grandfather. He was my dad's first cousin. So as I've learned it now, I used to say he was my second cousin, but he's my first cousin once removed. So, so you uh, are pretty connected close. Pretty close. This, you, you have it in your blood, in the, your lineage. Absolutely. I'm fortunate to have that uh, that family member and in, in, in others. Uh, there's a lot of characters in that family. and uh, Yeah, pretty cool. i got to back up a second for those of you out there not familiar, and I shouldn't assume, but uh, we're talking about Freddie Kadanko or Freddie K, a.k.a. the Polka King, and he was legendary for being one of the original polka DJs, I suppose. Everybody in Door County knows of him and he would hang out in a few drinking establishments yeah. wouldn't he absolutely uh, i mean the tap was his, his stomping grounds but he spent time at husby's and the bayside and the coyote and every everywhere uh he'd definitely be very proud of what's going on at husby's <laughs> that's for sure he'd, he'd, he'd be there and he'd probably be playing some sunday afternoons uh playing playing his own uh potato crates and dj and polka music i'm sure yeah right he was a potato farmer correct po- potato farmer yes for sure and he was known, legendary, for driving his orange tractor. Where's the orange tractor? Well, Fuzzy owns the tractor, uh, Fuzzy Sundstrom from Fred and Fuzzy's. Uh, and uh, every year, Fuzzy puts on a tractor ride in, in, in his honor, and now his Uncle Butch's honor. So it's called the Freddie K. B.S. Ride for Butch Seiler. Uh, so, it, yeah, the, the tractor's well taken care of. I get to drive it in the 4th of July parade and, and uh, carry along another local legend in Door County, uh, you know, the Rhythm Chicken. So, uh it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's not polka music, but it's it's it's. Uh, Freddie would be proud. Freddie would too. like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's get to know James a little better. James Larson. You mentioned that this evolved out of this owning Husby's he has a, some roots connection to baseball, the tradition of baseball. Because what uh, you hang out at Husby's after the game. Well, I think all three of us, myself, Chad, and John, all played in the Door County League at the same time. And, you know, I remember, I remember when I was like, just, uh, in coming home in, in during college years playing in the summer that my dad told me, he's like, you know, um, you know, the store County league, you should be so thankful for it. And someday, whatever you end up doing for work, well, I guarantee will be connected to these guys that, you know, through the County league and all these, you know, connections that you make. And, you know, sure enough, he was right. Like he always is. So, um, you know, uh, it, I think that that's maybe, you know, how we all got to know each other and like each other. And, you know, then the business plan just kind of grew from there. And you're still a current player. You're playing with the Bays. You're yep. catching. You're a catcher. Yeah. Yep. I'm a catcher. And um, I actually uh, took yesterday off and Tommy Sawyer caught John's son. So, um, yeah, I mean, you the, lost the a links go one, uh, to Yeah, let's not talk about that. We'll just edit that out, please. 3-2. So is that a couple of the better teams then in the league? Yeah, the Jacksonport's, Jacksonport. yeah Jacksonport's a good team always and always play us tough. And, you know, we had our chances and, you know, it was a 12-inning game. We lost by one run. You, sometimes you lose. It yeah, doesn't happen often for the Bays, but sometimes When I lose. started playing, James was the catcher for Jacksonport. And yeah. every now and then we'd come into the ninth inning and pitch an inning. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, something uh, that maybe you guys are aware of is that you're a little hard to get a hold of sometimes because you're both pretty busy. When I wanted to get you on this podcast, it took a while for me to run you guys down. So I decided, well, I'm just going to go to the ball field on Sunday 
And I know that James will be there. Well, I got there. The game was already started. I didn't want to bother you during the game. That was probably a good move. You were playing Institute. (laughs) Institute was the opponent that day. And so I'm watching some of the game, and I see this guy in the on-deck circle, and this guy I'm sitting next to yells out, Hey, Bubba! And uh, I noticed on the back of his jersey, it says Bunda. And I'm thinking... Well, now, what Bunda is that? Was that Margot's kid or something? And then it was explained to me, and I noticed then after that, that everybody had Bunda on the back of their jersey. It was the tribute game to Kenan Bunda, who was a bay. That was a meaningful day, was it not? Yeah, I think this was the either the second, third annual already, maybe. But, um, yeah, we all wear the old. Um, we, we, we greatly look forward to it. We wear the old powder blue uh, Bay's uniforms with number nine on the back um, uh, for Kenan Bunda, who passed away from brain cancer a few years back. And, um, yeah, of course, it's always a big day for all of us. It's great to see a lot of the old Bay's that come around and his family and just uh, all in all a great day to remember, you know, somebody we all loved. And you played well. Yeah, and we played well. We kicked butt that day. So That was a good day to kick yeah. butt. And I am fortunate to have known Kenan. He was a really cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, dearly missed. And, uh, you know, we still have the last every year. Kenan would make a uh, a bat. Um, obviously, he was a great woodworker and uh, he would make a bat for whoever he thought was the MVP of the Sister Bay Bays. And we have uh, two of those bats at Husby's. The last one was actually still on his lathe when he passed away. And uh, the guys brought it in and it's hanging in there. If you ever see that huge bat with the number nine on it, that's that's what that's there for. Wow. And uh, the, the the effort in getting a hold of us has nothing to do with us being busy. It's just you're an advertiser. <laughs> yeah. And now if word gets out that you know yeah. for to get a hold of James, I got to go to a baseball game. I oh mean, yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be in trouble, Stefan. Uh, I wish I could talk to you guys for hours because we could tell some stories. I'd love to do more, but we can only go so long on this Beyond the Board podcast. So it's Husby's food and spirits, and what I love is that. What I suspected, it's just some really good friends having a good time and exposing people to a great place to hang out and some great music. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, I would like to thank my partner here because really James is our leader. He's our general manager. He's an owner. Uh, he books all this music. That is not e- an easy task. Um, you know, you deal with musicians. Imagine dealing with 120 of them. Uh, he does a great job, and I would like to thank him for that and your connection with the Lodge and how you push the music it's pretty cool we believe in music we believe in live music actually john who you know our, is our more silent partner was the one that pushed to have it seven nights a week and me and james both i thought he like, was crazy yeah. i was like you're nuts you yeah. know we're gonna lose our you yep. know what you know and then all of a sudden it just it just works and especially now with the foot traffic in sister bay i mean every single night of the week uh when that band starts up at eight o'clock people just filter in and um john was right so yeah. he was right yeah once Yeah, and you showcase so much. You do, we thank you as well. You do a great job. You showcase so many great bands. And I just know one day, one of these bands, they'll make it big. And I'm waiting for the time when they're getting their Grammy and they say, well, we got our start at the Garage Bar Husbies, right? Yeah, that would be cool. That would be really cool. It'll happen. Husbies Food and Spirits celebrating their 10th anniversary. Congratulations, guys, on 10 years. Thank you much. Thank you. Thank you so much. To many, many more. Emma Husby would be so proud. Emma lives.